Alright guys, happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of Bitcoiners. Um, this week we're talking about BlackRock CEO um, and their Bitcoin comments. We're talking about Slush Pool, which is one of the first mining pools. They've done something special with one of the blocks. Uh, Bitmain has reportedly cut off funding to Bitcoin core developers. Facebook's Libra Association has changed its name. And we're talking about the Cantillion effect. More on that in a minute. Um, yeah, let's go. Right, Danny, you're up with your BlackRock. Europe, um, BlackRock. BlackRock. Yeah. So this has uh, this I think was only yesterday. Again, I've, I've been um, busy this week um, within Coin Corner, so we've got a busy week this week. Having me as a team, I think everyone's mm-hmm. uh, been flat out. So catching up on news a little bit still with us. Um, but we saw the CEO of BlackRock saying uh, Bitcoin is on their radar and Bitcoin is um, something that they're going to be uh, surely looking into. And I think he did comment, I still have not read the full um, comments they made, but I think there was a comment as well around that uh, people are preferring Bitcoin again to gold and it's another, uh, yeah, another company making a, a comment around I this. still think it's ridiculous that he said it's on his radar, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> uh, whose radar is it not on? Like, yeah. no, no, well, where, where does your head have to be? <laughs> not for it to be on your radar. Why is that news about something? Everyone's radar. BlackRock, I guess, is the uh, the only reason it's The greatest word. performing asset this year is on BlackRock's radar. Yeah. Well done, BlackRock. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for pointing that out. Exactly that. <laughs> I don't know why you brought that story to that. I don't know why. <laughs> what, what are you bringing here? The CIO said the exact same stuff about two weeks ago. Um, so, you know, it's it's an obvious thing. I think it's on everybody's radar, as you say. And every company out there is going to be paying attention and they need to be reacting and doing something. Um, I think they're, I'm sure they'll have to go through some regulatory process to allow them to have, um, or not necessarily regulatory, but they'll have to put something forward to um, approve, uh, to allow them access. Um, to actually invest in in bitcoin or to hold some sort of exposure to it um so that'll take some time i'm sure which is potentially what they're gearing up to at the moment mm. it's all good for the price effect isn't it it is if they put a lot in a fund or something like that I presume yeah as we saw that one from uh this week the guggenheim guys um I, I that one. yeah guggenheim yeah. <laughs> um, a museum called guggenheim isn't it? there is yeah and is it Germany that's oh, a big family? I'm not so a museum knowledge person. of this table is yeah. not a museum person. But <laughs> you strike, you strike me as a museum person. Oh my person. god, I love museums. I do. <laughs> the Louvre, you could spend a week there. Has anyone's been? Have you been? Uh, amazing. <laughs> I do love a good museum. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. if they're the only museum I've enjoyed was the New York one, the Met. No, I've not been to uh, that, was, that was quite interesting. About the Manx Museum. Oh yeah, uh, the I Manx went there one. far too many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, charge has a PlayStation Three in there. Yeah, to play the TT game. Well, I didn't know that. That's with the talking heads, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was a lot bigger than expected to be. <laughs> <laughs> what a day that was. Get yourself Is that Alice Mansion sponsor us for this? Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, so yeah, the price obviously, as Dave's touched on there, price again hovering kind of around the 18, 19 region at the minute, which is mm. boring. Um, yeah, I think we're all like, come on, get past 20 and get moving. But um, I think it, the, the good side of this and the positive side of this is. Uh, it's built this foundation and it's built this momentum at the minute um, where not the world is not talking about it, yet we're at all-time highs figures and 
Um, we're still as bullish as ever, but the world is still not quite. Yeah, up Google yet. Trends is creeping up though. Yeah, it's starting to. Look at that the other day. It's still not gone beyond the 2019 no. stat, has it either? So no, it's getting there though. They've got to go past that, and then it's nowhere no near 17. No, no, close to no, no. a 20th of it, or something at the minute, I think. But Nigeria are always top of that. Did you ever look? Massively the popular. Yeah. It's huge, like, and it has been for months. Yeah. Nigeria is always top country. Always has the interest in it for some reason. Though. That's interesting, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure if some of the stats on that is skewed by some people trying to fake the data because we saw um, something I put out, I was talking about was last week, week before, with on Google what? stats. You put this out in a tweet. On Binance. Yeah. Oh, bingo. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you, you, yeah. I didn't bring that, that one. Was <laughs> you brought that, yeah. that one up. That's where you were going with that. I knew exactly what you were I was trying to avoid saying that. Regulators would have a look at that. I was trying to avoid it. Um, but yeah, the, we saw Binance and BTC searches were like absolutely dwarfed Bitcoin back in, was it 2018? 2018, And I was trying to look into yeah. why and then we found out that I thought it might have been some sort of um, bot that was trying to manipulate Google's search trends um, to try and uh, manipulate people's trading bots because mm. people that were trading these algorithms that were taking Google trends into account, data into account, they would see a massive spike in BTC search terms, which they would think the price is going up, so they'd be buying and so on. Mm -hmm. um, but having said that, I also noticed that Binance had the exact same influx of searches at the exact same time. Um, so it didn't make, whether that was also part of the trying to manipulate the, the bots uh, is a different question, um, or whether it was just a, a blip in Google's data, I don't know. Uh, still didn't quite get to the bottom of it exactly. I mean, how would you do? Sorry, how would you do that? How would you uh, method in? Well, you could uptick in the one way is just get bot to search. You could get you're trying to do a bot to 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 search it, but obviously Google detects that and try yeah. and eliminate them anyway. But you could also then try and get a manual, you know, farm effectively of people yeah, to right. be just so you're like um, falsely generating a bit of FOMO in order yeah. to increase mm. the price. Yeah, because the bots, mm. anyone's got an algorithm keeping an eye on that data, sees the increase, they then go and buy mm. and try and force the price up, which is it's a um, I mean, that's totally manipulated price. Google but... trends, people doing that. Yeah, Google wouldn't want that to be a thing. <laughs> no, yeah, Google yeah. stopped, like, yeah. Yeah, that's why it. they detect yeah. the bots and spam yeah, detections yeah. and stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's um, quite interesting. Paul. Yeah, I, I believe because of how big that spike was, though, it was bigger than 2017 searches, which makes it, for me, feel like it was a blip in Google's data rather mm. than anything else. Mm. Um, I think the manipulation of that would have been a hell of a challenge to have done in that time period. Um, on BTC and on Binance at the same time, it feels like it was a blip in my mm -hmm. eyes. Google didn't, they don't really comment on anything. But, no. Um, unfortunately, one would never maybe find out. Mm. Cool. Um, moving on, um, just to touch on something I saw this morning, which was uh, Slush Pool, which is one that it, or it is the first mining pool um, for Bitcoin. Um, back from 2011, I think it was. Um, they have taken a headline from um, Reuters News recently, um, which talks about, I can, I've got this one written down, so I can actually read that one out. Reuters, 1st of December, 2020, the dollar plummets on US stimulus hopes, Bitcoin hits all-time peak. Um, so it's kind of a, a mainstream news outlet mm -hmm. there talking about, a US news outlet talking about the US um dollar weakening mm -hmm. and Bitcoin going up, uh, which I guess is, they've seen that as a, a significant comment from mainstream media. 
uh, which it is, I think, it is a, certainly is a significant one. Uh, and they've actually um, effectively embedded that into block 659678. And one wants to type that. <laughs> so this is the first time. So we had the original Satoshi block with the um, Times yep. headline in. There's been some others since. There's been a few yeah. others. They did it themselves as well back on the Harvard. The Harvard was, and they did yeah. one then. Um, so anyone that what mines the block can write a message in. Yeah, exactly. essentially yeah. Better, yeah. a bit of a message in. Yeah. Um, so there is people that do that. You can embed a message in. Does it not increase the single transaction? The, you know the the memory or the the, the byte size of the block but if you put extra, bit, extra bits in there yeah slightly so like with a transaction um you could send just a single transaction and then embed mm -hmm. a, a message in there but that increases the kilobyte size and yeah. you have to pay so per, yeah you're paying a fee per kilobyte so mm -hmm. it might cost you you know 15 dollars to embed a, a message like that into your transaction right. um, so anyone can do it it just costs <laughs> it's quite a cool concept actually isn't it because like imagine if your kid was born and then i don't know you were part of some mining pool you could you embed your kid's name on that block at the time it was you, you could just embed your kid's name on a transaction yeah yeah, yeah I know, it's, it's got to be yeah. like it's at the time the, was blocked yeah you could do it on the transaction then. Oh, so you could send cool. it at the time yeah, yeah. get ready and click oh. send as soon as he's born or she's born well that's really mm, yeah. cool and would that be there permanently yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the, the pressure never, of... you would never remove it this <clears> is dave <throat> when i was talking about the romance of bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> The romantic side of Bitcoin. <laughs> While we're talking on this, for any of the team listening, this is a hint for the upcoming events <gasps> in the coming weeks. I'm not going to say more than that. I'm not going to say more than that, but you'll understand it when you see it. None of the team listen to this. Day. <laughs> so that's where we're going to find out. We're going to find out how many we could, I mean, we could just reveal all plans and no one would. Yeah, we could ruin <laughs> yeah, the Christmas party. This is a link to the Christmas party for people listening for the Clunk One Team's Christmas party. Uh, we do it every year as a, a surprise for um, a couple of people. We'll take it on and they will prepare it all and um, plan it all. It's turning into a and bigger it, and bigger thing, isn't it? Oh, it's mm -hmm. yeah. quite legendary. Yeah, they're full day parties, basically, um, which is... Uh, this year's one is pretty much from 9 a.m. Yeah. through till whatever time. The, br the brutal awards is, is some, some of my particular highlights. <laughs> yeah. So, like, grumpiest person. Most worst likely to be fired. Worst player. Worst player. Yeah, we, we got the angle, don't we? Though? It's like, it's a bit fun. And, you mm. know, if you do the um, best employee and best it's like you know yeah everyone hates done, them. the boring mm -hmm. and also if somebody wins best employee and they win it all the time and the other people feel left out and stuff so it's kind of it, it i mean i don't want to win worst parent all the time like that no. like, dave's like, striving for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a trophy's a trophy isn't it <laughs> 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 display of pride <laughs> 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 Well, you did talk about selling one of your kids last yeah, week. Yeah, so. well, no, I didn't. I didn't yeah, God, I hope social services don't listen to no. this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um, cool. Zach's um, piece on this was actually myself and Zach wanted to bring this one to the table at the same time, didn't we, today? Yeah, we just wanted to discuss the. Um, so, Bitmain, who uh, have been a long time funder of a couple of important Bitcoin core devs, have decided to uh, pull funding on. Jonas Snelly and Zhao Barbosa, or otherwise known as Promag, 
Um, so these guys, I, I assume from next year, are no longer going to be funded by Bitmain. Did they say yeah. why? They didn't release a comment at all. Um, the Coin Telegraph asked them to comment, and they refused. Apparently, um, I'm assuming Bitmain have been in the struggles, haven't they, for a while yeah. now? Over the last couple of years, they've really been struggling with um, internal disputes, should we say? Right. Um, the two two of the founders are um, fighting for um, sort of control of the company. Mm. Uh, one of them got kicked out, then he come back in somehow and took over the company, and it's all a bit of a mess. Um, they've had a bad reputation, I guess, over the years as well with the mining piece mm. and the mining side of things. Um, <clears throat> I'm assuming, I don't know, I'm kind of guessing maybe they're slowly uh, having to pull back on certain luxuries financially. Um, and maybe this is one of them, uh, would be my guess on that. So is this Jonas fellow full time? Um, is this, does he not work for an exchange or, you know? No, these two, I'm pretty sure have been full time. Core work is just Bitcoin core, core, yeah, contributions. These two are to the, you know, the biggest in the ecosystem. Because really, I have a thought, a thought on this that it should, be, you know, there's a lot of people that rely on the Bitcoin bits and pieces. Yeah, and that, that it should be probably industry people that do more of the development work. If you're like 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 ourselves, we yeah. try and do as much as possible. Yeah, but you've, you've just got to be a push to, you know, all the other exchanges, every, so, everyone else that relies on this. <clears throat> To actually start committing yeah, something to it, yeah. whether it's time or money yeah, or yeah. resource, yeah. that's something people have seen. That's what we push on. Me and Zach are massive yeah. push and believers in that, and we try and yeah. help out where we can. We've obviously tried the Bitcoin core side ourselves, and, and we dipped our toes in, and mm. um, Zach's still continuing that. I'm trying, just don't get the yeah. time. I was oh, up till one in the morning last I night. I came up with a gem yesterday for it. Didn't Dave's it? got yeah, an Dave's idea got, that we're oh, going to try and get on there. We're going to bring that in. I think Zach's going to now look at that. I'm going to hand over. I was doing a change, um, which I've been working on for a year, which I just not managed to get <laughs> out. Is it? It's all coded in VBA, isn't it? Yeah, um, <laughs> am I going to be all right? Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Calvin is going to become now a Bitcoin core dev and he's bringing VBA to the table. Sorry, guys in advance. Um, but yeah, we we want to support. We don't get the time and luxury, I guess, of being able to do a lot of no. this. Uh, we're busy running exchange, and, and that's kind of takes our time up. What we do, what we can, and we is this get why frustrated. exchanges aren't doing this then do you reckon well we get frustrated at we're a smaller exchange we don't have the luxury of the hundreds of millions of vc funding that your, your other guys have and yet they've for years they've done nothing and the hundreds that, of devs yeah and the hundred mm -hmm. yeah i think was it coinbase had some like 700 software developers it's like oh guys what the hell yeah. like you mean, all you're doing is having shit coins and yeah. you're not doing anything to help bitcoin community really um they have now just they've started that, now, that they've, yeah, yeah uh, We've talked about that and, before. Yeah, yeah, Brian Armstrong. Eventually, um, they've come around to right sponsoring two devs, is it, I think, the sponsor or one. Two. I can't remember who's it mm -hmm. two. Um, which is great. And okay, yeah, that's good. So on the surface, it looks like, oh, they're being good to the community. But the resources and the money and the everything they've got available to them, it's still too little for me. They need to be doing more. Yeah. You know, they're just not doing anything of significance. Um, so yeah, what you're saying, Dave, they, people, participants in ind industry need to do more. So Sorry, Zach, I hijacked your thing because I want to run. No, no. Um, the, uh, so ProMag, for example, is one of the, the biggest contributors um, on Bitcoin Core over the last couple of years in terms of like reviews and commits and things. So he's quite a, um, what we would say, let's say an important piece of the puzzle um, yeah. for the core developer side. He's obviously lost his funding and you can, from most of these um, core devs at the minute, you can sponsor them by a GitHub or by a, um, other options as well so you can go on there and just give them like ten dollars a month and you can sign up to a subscription of ten dollars a month now there's 
tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people out there with Bitcoin that want the value of Bitcoin to increase and Bitcoin to become this um, usable currency in the future or whatever they deem it, uh, it is. And they buy Bitcoin and sit back holding the Bitcoin and do nothing except maybe shout and moan or whatever. Some of them do, some of them don't, of course. But, you know, if we've got hundreds of thousands of people that want Bitcoin to succeed, if, you know, these guys can put a tenner a month, some of them are even as low as $5 a mm. month, aren't they? Um, $5 a month to some of these devs and start donating. And, you know, you only need uh, a couple of hundred people to donate to one of these guys and you've got, an income there that they can survive on and last yeah. and then continue to contribute to core development. Um, and it's a, a real shame. I was, me and Zach, sorry, I'm massive run here. Me and Zach were looking this morning um, at some of them and um, we already do donate to some of them. And there's a couple of them where you think they've got you know, quite a lot of donations. The, was it 30, was one of them had 32, one of them had 41 people donating. Um, and the one that had 41 people donating, they could have all been as low as $5 for all we know as well. So it's not a significant amount. Yet these are guys that are full-time core devs um, putting their time and their effort in to create value to something that everybody else is piggybacking and making use of. Um, so it, honestly, I would even call out your likes of Ralph Powell and um, uh, the micro strategy side of things where you know th there is people out there, Michael Saylor and things where um, you guys have done great things and um, great promoting of Bitcoin and that side of it. And maybe that's you guys see that as your um, your piece of the import, which is great. And obviously everyone appreciates that. Um, but at the same time, given that even, you know, Michael Saylor, who's a very wealthy guy, uh, could quite easily come and give $10 a month to some of these mm -hmm. core devs that are, yeah. are working away. Um, and I think that's something that I'm going to try and have a bit more of a push on over the coming months to try and help more people understand this and see this and start donating to these guys because it is open yeah. source at the end of the day mm -hmm. i think the it is getting better isn't it the ecosystem's growing there with um, john newbury's new um, company yeah, brink yeah. um, who's offering out grants to bitcoin core devs and full training and stuff um, so it is getting better and better you got like some chain code labs doing similar things um, yeah. it's just yeah it's massively important to you know these um, jonas and Zhao. you don't want to see them go and have to get jobs in a different industry just to yeah. support their sales where their expertise is in bitcoin so companies like us are relying on these guys yeah. to do this, so you know we should be giving and these are the guys them. that are kind of hiding in the shadows they're not on twitter and well they're already on twitter but they're not controversial opinions and stuff like that they're just there doing the hard work so when it comes time to you know give back a little bit and sponsor them and yeah everyone plays their part please, in the ecosystem do it. it's just this is something that a small gesture hopefully that more people can give back to mm. yeah and hopefully we can encourage more of that yeah. maybe for christmas you know like christmas presents you get like sponsor a donkey you could get like <laughs> sponsor, I you christmas devs down like two minutes ago oh christmas devs that's what you do sponsor a genius yeah. 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 so we need to dress the devs up in like some <laughs> <laughs> cute clothing or something <laughs> Film an intense yeah. video. Chris Akon Pascal like sponsors so many donkeys. Yeah, he pulls, he pulls on his heartstrings. <laughs> he, 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 he says you can see it in the face. You can see sad donkeys. Exactly. We looked recently, didn't we, at the, the wildlife park here, yeah. and you can sponsor all the animals there yeah. as well. Now. We just need to put a picture of these devs up looking yeah. sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of on, kind of related to that one. Um, what we're saying about companies, you know. I mean, one of my biggest frustrations is the fact, I think we've we've talked about it internally, but just the fact that 
devs devs as well devs aside the companies are not um sort of helping support the ecosystem you know like there's not many um exchanges that are bringing in lightning for example you know like mm -hmm. the, all the infrastructure that's being built yeah it needs, it needs yeah it needs to like obviously you know lightning or back 32 or things like that where even batching to be honest because yeah. all these things are going to help segment. bitcoin yeah but none of them are they're actively they're adding shit coins rather yeah. than helping the actual industry and the infrastructure itself. Yeah, they're focused on yeah. shit coins and, and DeFi. And... I appreciate one of the things that does people will come back with, okay, Lightning's not ready. Coinbase can't add Lightning yet because it's not ready, so on, so on. Mm. But the reality is things. somebody has to add it, and obviously the smaller guys are adding Lightning and we're working on it, and there will be bugs and there will be issues, mm. and they get ironed out over time, um, as with everything. But that obviously that argument is completely um void when you think well coinbase are having all these random shit coins that have been mm. launched for two months if that um so you know that tech platform and half of them are getting uh hacked and stolen on the DeFi side of things so mm. um you know there's, there's there's just no argument to not be adding these things except the only argument is the shareholders argue that there's no value in adding these adding lightning because the shit coins are creating revenue yeah. Um, and that's purely it which is again it's this is everyone's different and this is an open source mm -hmm. industry and world and everyone's free to do what they want to do it just frustrates i think people like us when we want to yeah. try and help drive the infrastructure in the i community. think uh segwit for me was quite a frustrating one segwit adoption like i think we saw a service the other day danny i won't name names but still using one addresses yeah which you know their legacy bitcoin addresses which are you know segwit's been around for <laughs> several several years now and the adoptions, I think last time I checked, it was still under 60% or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think we were hovering around 60 mm. ish, I think. For a so, while. and those changes are simple. We know they're yeah. simple because yeah. we did them. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and we know it's not a hard thing to do. Um, That's the thing. We want to see Bitcoin succeed and grow. But if the companies that are at the forefront are not implementing the infrastructure that's mm. going to do that, what? Yeah, it needs the it's small gonna, gonna, Yeah, gonna the small guys will come along and small, get bigger than yeah. the big guys. Yeah, that's, that's how the market works, isn't it? If yeah. you yeah. develop and something that does pull people in from other um, from other exchanges like mm. Lightning, yeah, the the ones that aren't that haven't got developed Lightning or haven't got it access yeah. to it, the customers move if it's an advantage, yeah. advantageous yeah. thing. So you, it's, it's that's just natural growth. Yeah, I feel like industry participants in our space have to keep up with the innovation piece of it and move with it. Um, mm you know the whole blockbuster example is always the prime example to come back to you don't keep up with technology and the way it moves you are going to fall behind and um, so you know that's i don't say that's my hope but that's um hopefully the innovative companies that are keeping up and doing these things will continue long term to be a stronger company it's like that saying isn't it innovate or die yeah so mm. that's the every exchange has that it's that problem yeah mm. Let's right. see. So for, as this is the part I thought you might have a problem with of donating well, money to I people do, being our accountant. Really. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds good to ask, but use your own money. <laughs> we already do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah. Um, no, it's a good point. But even that, if you can't, you don't, you know, you're not financially um, available to donate to them, just spreading the word helps as well um, on Twitter yeah. and all the, all the platforms. Yeah, if you can't financially do it, yeah. yeah. Give, give it you a can help and, by doing that. Yeah, yeah. Spread the word to ask other people. Um, God, we really do sound like one of those those pre adverts. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. Sad donkey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you need the sad music. Maybe we can edit that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really donkey noises are kind of you're just sticking some bongos all over the crowd love the bongo yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, moving on then to companies who frustrate me. Facebook, um, they're, <laughs> so they, um, their Libra Association have had to change their name this week. I think it, they literally announced it yesterday. So they've changed their name to DM. D DM? How do you, DM. you know, like DM. the Latin? The Latin. Yeah. Latin for day, is it? Yeah, yeah. Latin for day. Um, so basically, yeah, they've changed their name. Um, they want it to be, they want it to be a fresh start because obviously they've had so many issues. They, I mean, they launched June 2019, so we're just over a year, and I, it's just been a shit show. Mm. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> the, the frustration I had that we were talking about this morning, weren't we? With um, they obviously have pushed regulators to wake up to stable coins, should we say? Mm. And then was it only last night or was it yesterday? There was an announcement from the, the US, US Congress bill. Yeah. That now they're yeah probably regulating the stable coins. So if you want to have a stable coin, you have to have a was it a banking charter license? Or banking something? charter and regulatory approval. Yeah, mm -hmm. which means the stable coins are going to get come under some scrutiny now globally. They're already happening. I think Russia banned anybody using the ruble yeah. against the stable coin um, this week. And there was another country as well, I think I saw saying about the similar mentality so stable coins are becoming uh, going to become regular and i think libra have kind of woken uh, yeah sorry DM. DM, <laughs> uh have oh, their, their plans are to issue a stable coin so they're going <clears> to <throat> fall under this yeah so originally their plan was this basket of stable it was like a complex stable coin should we call it like a global one mm -hmm. um obviously regulators didn't like that and mm -hmm. didn't play ball with it and they've scaled back scaled back scaled back and eventually now they're just basically going to do a stable, stable. Coin, um which is nothing exciting um really but in that congress bill announcement they specifically mentioned libra oh really the prime yeah reason mm -hmm. to lie yeah reason um so it's kind of you know you this is one of the things um i actually touched on i think in one of the previous podcasts about paypal when we touched on them mm. it's great these big companies are coming in and trying to get involved in some manner to some extent but with that they bring regulatory um uh, persuasion, I think, yeah. I think, yeah, as well, because they and PayPal only this week was it yesterday as well. PayPal CEO saying that crypto companies should work with the regulators more closely mm -hmm. and do things more with it because to PayPal to Facebook they're going to love that to some extent because mm -hmm. it creates barriers to entry for smaller innovative companies that can't coming afford, through and can't yeah. afford this regulatory um, hurdles that they have to go through. Um, so it, you know that's something that i'm actually on the opposite side and i'd like to fight against a little bit that with um not that we want to don't want to talk to the regulators but you know leave us leave this industry alone um to some extent to let us um you're starting a lot thrive. of fights today don't you <laughs> 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 not had enough sleep or something no <laughs> cranky. Yeah, I'm cranky in terms of changing names uh, a lot of companies do do it to get rid of bad news that's sort yeah. of yeah. 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 So well, if you have bad press change your company name you soon yeah. lose it you don't have that association with it nobody yeah. cared about libra and yeah. apart from the regulators and then they've changed the name to dm yeah. and thinking yeah. someone's going to care about people it. care <laughs> yeah like, nobody's you probably see it with fca's fans all the time you get a big yeah. ones you, you get associated with that yeah. change your name it does break that link slightly yeah well it's just i just think from the very start when they launched the project now is just entirely different it's got a new name it's got new partners it's got new it's a new products yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the same product but yeah i don't particularly have a problem with that you know it's dynamic isn't it it was always going to change from the outset the pivot yeah i mean mm -hmm. i quote from quote from my own article dave pimping it out again nice. um i think when it very first launched it two years ago back in the may 2019 or 18 
Libra. When they announced it, yeah, when they announced it, it was the May oh, June time, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think I wrote a little bit of a medium article on it and said that it will not launch in the state that in the um effectively in the concepts they have planned, it will not launch in that way because regulators and things will not allow it. No. But they wrote a white paper. Yeah, it's true. Surprised them doing it as well to be true. Well, it's just interesting as well because like obviously PayPal were original partner for the hmm. Libra project and now that they've yeah. left and gone Bitcoin. Um and, and now yeah. Libra are just doing a stable coin. Yeah. Like tons of other people. Yeah. Is that TikTok? No, we're good. We're good. <laughs> um so yeah, just uh any sort of excuse to have a little giggle at what Facebook are trying to achieve this. Right, Dave, moving on to you and the Cantillion effect. I'm glad you said it first. I'm going Cantillion. Anyway, I got into a medium, uh, the website medium where all those great articles are. I got into a medium rabbit hole and, and which stopped at Matt Stroller, who is a, a, a economist who does some great, great newsletter called Big and found myself on the Cantillion effect. So basically, I was just looking for historical scenarios. The situation we're in now, mass money printing and the huge unemployment and the pandemic, which is the pandemic has caused. I was just seeing if what has been playing out now has been played out previously as a sort of, you know, uh, to see what if you could predict what happened. And then I stopped at the Cantillian effect, uh, which is a 17th century theory by uh, Richard Cantillian. Uh, basically, Cantillon. <laughs> Cantillon. He's French, actually, so it should be Ricard. So it's basically the Cantillon effect refers to a change in relative prices resulting from a change in monetary supply, which is what we're going to see and what we are seeing now. And it's about how that money is injected into an economy and the uh, non-neutral way in which money is then uh, dispersed through an economy uh, always has the effect of the people closest to that injection point uh, benefit much greater than those a few hops down the line, which is Joe the public, general public. General mm-hmm. public. So it's a problem that was in the 17th century. Uh, uh, Ricard Cantillon um, used a, uh, a gold mine as an example. So a gold mine would pop up. Uh, people that people directly associated near near this gold mine would benefit. Obviously, the inflow of money, and then that would drive the market. That uh, they would have additional expenses. Um, he uses meat pies and servants as an example. Um, so the cost of meat pies and servants would go up because there would be great demand because there's an inflow of money. So the rich uh, have, get this money at the first hop and then um, prices go up. The problem is that the money does it for the price goes Yeah, up, so basically mm. they cause the inflation yeah. and then the people a few hops away, Joe Public, uh, have the effect of the inf- inflation. So their pride, the prices of their local goods go up but they don't have the benefit of the cash coming mm. down. Mm. So that's, in a nutshell, the Cantillon theory. So if you apply that now, you'd look at the banks benefit most from the money printing because they're a few hops away. Mm. And the only way, the biggest mechanism for banks to get uh, money to, to, to the public is mortgage lending at the moment. That's the way, the way it drips down predominantly. Um, but the banks during this period, before it slowly drips down to the public, uh, will benefit from the purchasing power that they get yeah. generate. So what we're seeing is stock prices going up, which is what we're seeing at the moment. You're probably seeing it to record highs because the banks are making money whilst they've got this purchasing power before the inflation inflationary effects kick in. Um, I just thought it was quite 
quite nice observation that um, you know this is something that's been seen before in the 17th century and is a well-known effect. Um, what it does go on to say is that the overall effect is that you have inflation, which we'll probably see, um, and the, so the cost prices, the manufacturers' wages, uh, as it were, local manufacturers would have to go up in line with inflation so that people could afford these things. And that the overall benefit is uh, foreign economies that haven't got this inflationary effect become more competitive. So in our world, it would be China, where mm -hmm. you would then see um, China more competitive because they haven't got the inflationary problems that we have due to this increased money flow. And um, they can then uh, reap the rewards of the increased money flow by increasing their exports to these countries, which would be no longer as competitive. So for me, that's watch out for China exports becoming massive, mm. stock prices going up, and this would be the Cantillon effect in place in today's world. Yeah, um, that's globally as well, US and, and yeah. the UK. China rule the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We're unfortunately going to see it even like, maybe double on terms of Brexit, because Brexit yeah, is already yeah, yeah, potentially causing this. Um, so it's nice to end this podcast on that. On a high. On a high. <laughs> yeah. Bring it down if you're having too much fun. Reel it in. There you go. Can't be one effect. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's cool. Thanks, Dave. And hopefully people will find it. Thanks for that one. Thanks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers, we rely on you to, to You won't hear from Dave next week now. That's good. Good education. Oh, well, I've got something to... Uh... Is it more depressing than that? No, this is quite the opposite. This, oh, this is a little bit of fun, Dave. Then. Do it. A new section. This is a, this is a oh, new section nice. we're trialing. Okay, so I was listening to it. There's another podcast that I listen to, and they have a Would You Rather section. Oh. Um, and, <laughs> and I've been passing these Would You Rathers on to uh, Zach and Danny in a, in the chat. Um, but we were like, oh, let's, let's, Save one let's surprise Dave today with one. Okay. So today's Would You Rather is would you rather have dinner with Roger Ver, Justin Sun, or Bitterlack? Uh, Roger Ver. Wow. wow, that was no conversation. I can tell Easy. you why. Dave Easy. loves arguments. He <laughs> right. just like arguing. You love an argument. Every time what I've heard him speak, about? I think he's quite a good orator. He, he, he gets his points across quite well. He speaks well, yeah, but yeah, he's completely he wrong in what he's saying. Oh, his points are useless. But somebody, if you're at dinner and you listen to people speak nicely, it's, it's, it's quite luxury to have a, like a luxury argument. So speak <laughs> a luxury argument. Do you never get that? <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, like, who's it? Ben yeah. Shapiro? Ben Shapiro, yeah. Shapiro. Yeah. I don't agree with most things he says. Yeah, but he can argue. But he can argue. Yeah. So he's just, like, I just love to be you know, getting involved <laughs> in it. So I do but like an argument. Some would say the romance of an argument. Oh. <laughs> what you're after there. <laughs> I'd choose Vitalak just for two socially awkward people. I think people. it would be really awkward. It makes me feel weird, just like uncomfortable and even just thinking about it. And who's the other guy that Tron? Justin, yeah. Justin. Mm, no, yeah. I'd, say, yeah. I'd go with him just because I couldn't bother with the other two. Um, Can I eat alone? <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, so, so, oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so, they'll, they'll always be, we're going to do them, but always keep them Bitcoin industry related. Okay. So it'll be kind of like, you know. Um, Shh, yeah. <laughs> We've got a few more lined up. Yeah, they'll probably good. run out after yeah. three. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, that lightened the mood. So moving on. Uh, you want to talk about some of our own announcements here? Um, no. <laughs> you can yourself from a uh, marketing perspective, what we've been shouting about this week. Cool. So this week we've been shouting about our partnership with BitRefill. Um, woo! <laughs> uh, so yeah, basically you can, we're the first, uh, we believe we're the first UK exchange to 
integrate with uh, BitRefill. So you can buy um, gift cards and mobile top-ups and stuff from BitRefill, but from the CoinCorner website. Um, and you can do that with Bitcoin or Lightning. Yeah. yeah. So you essentially can purchase these through through our platform, either with Bitcoin or Lightning, or you can use your CoinCorner balance to mm -hmm. also pay for them. Uh, Some big names as well. Like all, all your yeah, favorite Amazon, ASOS. Costa. Yeah. 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 Good time with Christmas. Yeah, you don't have to buy them for yourself. But we will have a gift option, so you can put someone else's email address in and um, send it to your friends. Mm. Um, if you have any. If you. But yeah, it's it's good timing as well because, like you say, you've got Christmas, so you know, buy buy a gift card with Bitcoin, and mm. not only does your recipient love the gift card, you have bought it with Bitcoin, and that's just as satisfying. Yeah. Nice, cool. Mm -hmm. um, and we've got, we'll, we'll probably touch on next week's episode with Lightning. So we'll do some Lightning announcements next week. Which we can, um, um, we've got quite a lot of more exciting tech announcements over the coming weeks, months. Uh, it should mm. be good. We've been busy. Trying to count for busy. Lightning transactions. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 12 decimal yeah. places. Is it? Or 11. 11. 11. Screams headache. Not for me. No, yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> <laughs> Your <laughs> um, yeah, accounting at Bitcoin level, um, we know has already caused people headaches, but then at Lightning level, is uh, again different yeah. ball game. Again. If you're accounting for Lightning, please shower us out. Dave needs some friends. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's the only one in the industry. He's seen a shoulder to crack. He's <laughs> <laughs> the only one dealing with Lightning. Off chain and on chain. Yeah, it is, and on -chain. And it is incredible though, because we've dealt with other Bitcoin companies in the industry that mm. were not willing to pay for things with Bitcoin that, mm -hmm. you know, they're a Bitcoin company and they don't do it because they're accountants. So we'll not like to, it, yeah. Yeah, to have Bitcoin on the balance sheet. Yeah, it's a stronger account than me. It's just ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, more, the more people that obviously do add it to the balance sheet and have to account with it, the easier it'll get because tools will be developed and things will be created. So uh, we need more like that. More like Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Be like Dave. <laughs> wasn't, that, wasn't that an advert or something? Be more Dave. No, be more Dave. Uh, like wasn't that Brenda? That was be more oh. Brenda. That was ours. That was ours. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> we can make it. We can. Yeah. Um. Cool. Is that everything? I think that about. Well, no. I got. A f I got a few letters from listeners. Um, what? Yeah. What? They were handwritten. Yeah. They were complaining. <laughs> they were complaining about oh, how that yeah. ends the podcast. <laughs> were they? So there's a few letters. Handwritten to my door, who said they love the podcast, but they just don't like the exact same piece at the end of it. So I was just wondering how many letters how did you, you feel get? about that? I got several letters saying Your the opposite. Support. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realise they said it adds to the romance no, of the thought... podcast. <laughs> I just thought you needed to know. Uh, I'll leave that with you. Yeah, yeah, cheers. Make your own, make your own testament. <laughs> cheers, right, guys. Thank you. Right, Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Peace. <laughs>